0: I'm like bro i have nothing either this is my trip i have no bags with me i don't even have clean underwear i'm gonna have on the drawers <laughs> i got one I, and this is the first time i had to flip my drawers over on this Break, trip. that is so
1: <laughs> gross after i do
0: Ladies and gentlemen, um, we're excited to welcome you back to another wonderful, I was going to say exciting, but I couldn't say exciting I, and exciting, <laughs> wonderful episode of the After I Do podcast. It's your man Royelle Watkins. And, and I'm wife. Wonder. Wife. Um, um, what are we talking about today? I'm, you know,
1: oh, What can we talk about? I mean. There's a lot to cover. Our life I, is so full. It's like. Our life
0: is so full. It is.
1: It's like every time we talk about it, we could talk about any and everything. And I don't always want it to be so driven on problems or whatever. We could talk about food. We could talk about children. We could talk about clothing. We could talk about decorating. There's so much to talk about. But what
0: you just said very specifically, which I thought was poignant, you said, Our life is so full. What does that mean to have a full life? What does that mean
1: to you in this moment? It just means that we've been together so long. The subject matter could be anything. It could be a, as simple as what do you want for dinner? You know, we I, use I'm that. I'm sorry,
0: not to cut you off. Uh-huh. But again, I'm not talking about this podcast. I'm asking you in this moment, you said our life is so
1: full. What does it mean to you to have a full life? A full life is everything. It's the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's just full. It's not one thing or another. It's kids. It's marriages, decisions. It's deaths. It's births. It's everything. That's my definition of full. It's just, it's never a dull moment. Mm. In other words, there's never a dull moment But everything is a good thing, you know what I mean? Because the life lessons we learn or the things we go through, it just makes us stronger. And then when you come out to the other side, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I wasted so much time on that or whatever. But what I'm saying is I don't always want to just sit down and focus on one thing or it has to be a bad thing or, you know, it could just be like, what do you want for dinner? You know, I'll text him that and he'll say whatever you want to make. And sometimes that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear something very specific because I'm at the store. Babe, you know what? I have a taste for salmon, some spinach, and some mashed potatoes. You know? But um, again, being full, that means you have options. I don't want to cook tonight. What do you want me to pick up? I like when he calls me and says that. Ooh, that makes me so happy. That makes me happy. But the life is just full. We got grandchildren. We have kids in college you're working, I'm working. It feels like who's on first, who's on second, who's on third, you know? And I thought, here's the funny thing. I thought it would calm down after the kids grew up because when they were in school, one played football. I mean, excuse me, one ran track, one was swimming, one was doing this, one was doing that. And it was like a pickup, a drop off, a pickup, a drop off. And I was like, oh my God, when is it going to stop? And now that they're older, it's the same, you know, you just flew out, he was able to visit two different uh, kids at two different colleges and see them. So it was like he landed, he got a rental car, he went to see one, then picked up another one. At that, It's still very busy. So I don't think that the age of what the child will ever stop the busyness or who's on first, who's on second. It's just a different type of who's on first, who's on second because you still have to nurture, and there's things that go on, and I'm finding out, you know, soon they'll be maybe married with children. Like, the life is just ever-evolving. It's just different, but it's, for us, the pace has not slowed down. Even though that they're gone, it's more of us working and trying to figure out the next step and, you know, incorporating some free time and traveling, you know, it's just, it's busy. It's busier than ever. It really is. Because that, when they were small, I could control it. You know, I could, even though it was busy, you knew soccer, swimming, da, da, da. Now it's stuff that's kind of thrown at you. I need this. Can you pick me up? Can you, you know, I'm having problems with this. Can you fly in? So it's a little bit more spontaneous now, which I don't know if there's a good or bad or better or worse. It's just busy and you just have to, I find you have to be flexible. Oof, just have to be flexible. That's the best word.
0: Yeah. I think the thing that I'm learning is that they never stop being your kids. It's like when you have babies, there is an awareness that they're babies and that as parents, you have to carve out the time necessary to take care of babies, right. and then they grow a little older and they become adolescents. And as from babies to adolescents, you see start to see the formation of who they are becoming as human beings. And then from adolescence to their um, you know young adulthood, mm-hmm. they start to. So you start to shape and form their opinions for them when they were when they're little, right? Babies to adolescents. But when they become those young men, right? And they educate themselves and they go out and get information. They mm-hmm. go out into the world and they start to form their own opinions. And they come back and sometimes they challenge you. All of this kind of can kind of get in the way of the fact that they're still. Your children, they're still, they'll they will never stop being your babies. And so when they become, they grow in height, right? They start to um, accumulate certain information and wisdom of their own. Um, it's easy to assume that they don't need you as much um, as they did when they were little. And the thing that I'm finding is that sometimes they need you
1: even more. Yeah, that's what I said. It's just... <clears throat> Because, like you're saying, they're growing and forming their own opinions and so forth. You think, oh, it's about to slow down. They can do for themselves. But I'm finding, you know, in our family, that's not the case. It's... We're forever going to be their parents. They're forever going to look for guidance and, you know, um, support. assistance, support. Direction. And it just never stops. It's just different.
0: But, but here's the thing. I think that You know, the thing that I find to be tricky is that you have to be able to find that balance between I'm your parent and I'm in charge and what I say goes versus these are adult human beings who we don't own these children. You know, I think a lot of parents run into kind of like walls with their children because because. They were the two people who procreated to create these children, right? They feel like, I have ownership over you as your parent. And it's just not the case. It shouldn't be that way. Children are their own human beings, right? At a certain point, they're going to go off into the universe universe, um, and they're going to make some smart decisions. They're going to make some not so smart decisions. And I think as parents, the best thing we can do is just... Position ourselves to be there for them when they come back to us to to for guidance, for support uh, and to to lend whatever the best version of information that we can lend to them. But again, like I said, I see so many parents is like this, my child, you know, that day you do what I tell you to do. It's like I never want to be that type of parent. Never.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm finding out. I mean, everybody's like, how's life as an empty nester? Well, we're very involved in the kid's life. We're always on the phone with them. Royale goes to see them any chance he gets. Hopefully, I'll be able to do that this year for 2020. I plan to be a little bit more mobile. Um, And that's a good thing. And again, that's what I mean with life is full. I'm going to be a little bit more mobile. Um, I'm going to... I kind of know at this point what fulfills me as a woman and as a wife and as a mother And I'm going to put those things in place to travel, travel, my family. Um, I need a little bit more free time. So I'm going to be a little bit more particular in the jobs that I take and the uh, length of the jobs, because I can't work the way I was working and still feel fulfilled as a woman or a, a friend or there's places I want to go. There's family I want to visit. So for me with this busy full life that I'm talking about, I'm going to have to get a little bit more strategic in finding some free time. It's all about free time for me because I need a quality of life. So I can't work, 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 work. Not this year. Not And I don't want to just put it on 2020, just moving forward. I have to be able to take a calendar and pencil in when I think I can travel or how long I'm going to stay on a job or do I need to be committed to this job and maybe just be a freelance? I can kind of freelance instead of taking on the job when I, I'm in, you know, TV and film. So if I take a job, I'm usually on the job, on in the department, whatever. And I think I'm going to do a, a little different moving forward. Uh Be more like a consultant coming, come in when you need me. Because if I do that, I could do that maybe three days a week, you know, plan it, work Monday through Wednesday and have Thursday to the next Monday off. And that gives me enough time to go to the East Coast to visit my stepmom who's getting older, to just visit family and friends, you know, um, which makes me happy. And I think if I could get it right, I would have the best of both worlds. And I, I think it's time to at least um, put that into play, Um I never really thought about it that way, but I'm going to do it uh, moving forward. Cause I want to see the kids too. Like Royale was able to go. He did that in less than 48 hours. Listen, can I tell you that? I it was
0: the impressed. most amazing experiences. Like when you show up to your child's door unannounced and knock their on their <laughs> dorm door raw. So I went flew to the East coast, drove down from DC to Hampton, Virginia, Ross had no idea I was on the way. Um, In fact, while I was driving, it's like maybe a three and a half hour drive from D.C. down to Hampton. And he called me while I was driving. Um, Thank God for Bluetooth and all this stuff. He just, while you're driving, put it on. Told me about his stand up comedy set the night before. Talked to him a little bit. Um, Didn't stay on the phone long with him. You know, didn't want him asking me questions about where I was or what I was doing. And we got off the phone and for me, I was like, oh, this is great because I know he does, he has no idea and got to his dorm door, went, checked in. He switched rooms. So I had to get the new room number, went down, knocked on the door. He opened the door this much. And the good thing is that um, we'll be able to cut into the episode. Oh, I don't know the camera, the video footage of him opening it and seeing me. He's like, no way. No, you can just see the surprise on your child's face is like a gift. To be able to see that reflecting back at you like, oh, my dad showed up. My dad is here. Like he had
1: no idea. It's always great. I can't wait to do that. I haven't been able to do that yet. This is like your second or third time doing it. Yes. Because I think you've done it twice for Royce. This is the first time for Ross. I don't have that flexibility. That's what I'm saying. Royale has a lot more flexibility, so it would be nice. And it didn't take a week. You did it in 48 hours. No, I hours. did it. I
0: turned around so quickly because I did not have a whole lot of time. So yeah, get in. And the good thing is that I got to see both of them. Like right, two sons at two different colleges. One at Howard. One at Hampton. Swung down to Howard because Royce actually, when I landed, said, I'm out of class at three o'clock. And the expectation was that I was going to come pick him up and go have early dinner. But I was like, okay, it's early. I can get down to Hampton in time to grab Ross and be on the way back to come get Royce as well. And so we pulled up on Royce as well. The footage might be a little janky, but I think what we're going to do is cut in both uh, videos Uh to to this one, show people. Come on, sucker!
2: wake up. What's happening? What? What's happening? Are you kidding? Surprise, nigga. (laughs) There's no way. What's up, champ? Are you kidding me? Yeah. What the hell? What the heck is going on up in here? Oh my god. Surprise. No way. Are you serious right now? Surprise. Holy cr- what that there's no way you're here right now. That's so weird. <laughs> he was dude. like, who's knock- who's that knocking at my window? I thought it was Mr. Claus. like Shit. What I do now. Hey buddy. Whoa, that's creepy. Alright, we can go now. <laughs> <laughs> like, what time you coming through with that meal, with that <laughs> meal oh, plan, homie? Oh <laughs> Coming oh, through with that meal plan. y'all. With yeah. the pull up. <sighs> <sighs> That's crazy though, y'all. I shoulda known it. I shoulda, I shoulda, I shoulda, I shoulda foreseen it. When I saw the, the shenanigans going on here, I shoulda. Yeah, major shenanigans, you keep going. i sorry. you <laughs> What's up? What's so goodie? We out here. Wow, so we're going to Woodmine. we had to the Woodmine.
0: Because we had to employ uh, one of Royce's friends to get him to come downstairs.
1: Oh, you did? Yes, because oh, did getting into
0: Howard's dorm is a little bit trickier than getting into Hampton's dorm. So we had oh. to get one of his buddies to say, come downstairs, I need you for something, and he came down. But Royce always kind of senses when something is up because, again, he had an expectation that I was going to meet him earlier. Mm-hmm. But I could see genuinely on his face that he was grateful to have Ross there, um, you know, and I know, to go to dinner was with us. Nice
1: for Ross because Ross is the baby that in my opinion, he's a little bit more, he needs plans. Like what's the schedule that da, 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 he's, you know, and for him to be able to see his dad unexpectedly, that was a surprise to be able to jump in a car and go to uh, Washington, to, to DC That must have been very fun for him because Hampton, there's not a whole lot going on. And this was just a treat for him to go down there, be with Royce, go thrifting, do the things that they love to do, get back on the train today to get back to school and have all day Sunday to rest. Like that's a great, very,
0: very spontaneous because when I pick Ross up, You know, I was just like, oh, let's go to get something to eat together. And then as I was driving, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just drive up to D.C. Come on. Go to dinner with us in D.C. Uh And he was like, "Um, oh, I need to go back to the dorm and pick up. And I was like, you don't need anything. You just let's just go. Right. You can crash with your brother. (laughs) You can get a toothbrush and toothpaste while you're there. We stopped at the gas station. I had to gas up the car. So I got him a toothbrush. I'm like, bro, I have nothing either. This is my trip. I have no bags with me. I don't even have clean underwear. I'm gonna have on the drawers. I got one, I, and this was the first time I had to flip my drawers over. On this Dude, that trip, that is so gross. I, I was like,
1: I've I, never even heard of flipping drawers. You never draws. heard of
2: turning your underwear inside oh. and out? It's like, I'm gonna tell you, there's a that plan. is so gross. Do not. I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about let it. Tell you something. <laughs> Ah, I started to throw them away, but I was like, I can't. So they you told me
1: 40 the, forty-eight-hour the trip. Difference? They still funky. No. Why you got Listen, them? You just the keep the dirt or whatever. No, but this side. Least, So now you are going to put it on the outside on to the get outside. on the outside so so of the pants. It's like
0: having on a clean pair of drawers oh. for the for the part two of the trip <laughs> because
2: I couldn't. It was That's so gross.
0: <laughs> It was so late by the time I got back to the hotel. Like, these hotels, when you go into a little gift shop, they have the toothpaste, the shaving cream, the shaver, cookies, and all of that stuff. They need drawers. They need to have some drawers in that gift shop.
1: They, you know what? That's a good idea. They like, need get to a six-pack of oh, Hanes and sell them you for a dollar or two a pair.
0: You know when you go to a shoe store and they got those thin, yes, sheer in things a little you box. put in, in the box? Mm-hmm. I would have had some sheer drawers. <laughs> if they would have had some extra large things made out of those drawers...
1: I promise you, I will have them on right now. We need to get back to that. I don't understand what flipping the drawers does. They still disgust They're dirty media. on
0: the outside of the drawers, so the clean part is next to your skin.
1: Oh, my God. That I was didn't so have gross. it. Listen,
0: if they would have had a washer and dryer in the in the hotel.
1: How funky are your drawers?
0: No, I'm just saying. I would have just washed. You know how I am. I'm very. But just
1: leave them. Leave them oh, the no. way they are. Oh,
0: no. I need to flip these. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I needed to reverse these. <laughs> Trust me, honey. If Listen. They, I do your underwear.
1: I don't understand <laughs> why you need to flip them. Just leave them.
2: You won't be doing these. Trust me. These is going in the garbage. It's <laughs> so gross. Oh, God. I need to start keeping some wet wipes with me because <laughs> some situations is just like... You ever look down in a baby's underwear? Like, what the fuck are <laughs> you doing? What are you not doing correctly that your underwear so looks you like say
1: this? To my baby. I
2: can't say nothing to these kids no more. It's like, good lord, bro, what is going on? I don't understand that. Uh, I was like,
0: and I would have freeballed it coming back. Yeah. No, I had on sweatpants though. So I had on sweatpants. So I gotta,
1: I gotta get you like a little gallon bag. Put your little washcloth, a little yes, bar of soap. Yes. And that's all you take, you know? And we gotta toothbrush. find the smallest pair of underwear we can flip. We're
0: gonna toothbrush, toothpaste, pair of drawers, um and what was that? A thing?
1: little um uh, maybe a little thing of deodorant and that's it. De-
0: I'm not deodorant to be cool. I couldn't even get to a little thing the of wet wipes, C V S or whatever, um to the drugstore to Yeah, you would have been was able so, to get this Trip was so compact. I was moving so fast. You should have just I mean, let them drawers alone. I, I did not have any air in the schedule. When I tell you, I was moving. And I have to be careful because when you are driving on no sleep, mm-hmm. like Ross went to sleep, you know. And I know that's... Let me tell you out. something. Let me tell you something. I you know that cats in the cradle is such a real song it's like i get a little emotional thinking about it because i remember as a kid Mm -hmm. wanting to just be with my dad i swear that just that feeling of your dad driving and you know you're a kid you 10 11 12 13 and you You over there in the passenger seat and you know you just rolling in this music and you just like the world could be turning upside down. You'd be like, my dad is in the driver's seat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Literally the driver's seat in control of the universe mm-hmm. right now. And so when I looked over at Ross and he pulled the seat back, he I saw it. knocked out, <laughs> I sent you the photo, but he knocked out. It just reminded, it was almost like looking at younger me in that seat going, you know what? My dad, I'm with my dad. Yeah. So, um, so, I just didn't, but the point I was making is like having that schedule of flying in, getting a rental car, mm-hmm, going to see my mom, mm-hmm. going to the venue, going, 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 going. You did, going, a going. You did a It hit me though on the way back because I was like, oh my God, I am tired driving. You know, you'd be driving like this, trying to get your eyeballs to stay.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'll say this too. These new cars, uh-huh. now I see what you mean. I need a new car. Yeah. I need a, a new car.
1: But tell me why you, you because said. Because.
0: When these new cars, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything but pay attention. Mm -hmm. The car is doing everything for you. My old ass truck. I got to I got to be I got to drive (laughs) that motherfucker. I got that truck. I got to pay attention. boy.
1: That's a catch 22. That keeps you up all of that.
2: The new yeah, ones are kind of, you put the, the music, you got, you got you your you be arms, so comfortable, you,
1: got, you forget you're yes, driving. You exactly. Like, okay. Maybe this. you need a little shake it nah, up, a little popcorn uh, when no. you're driving.
0: No. Oh, and all of the technology too. I was using Waze.
1: Wait, let's do No, a no, let me just tell you other... this.
0: Just one thing. Uh, because it's a part of the driving experience. <sighs> Waze tell you everything. The Waze is like police in half a mile.
1: <laughs> Remember you used have to have a radar detector yes. and everything?
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't need none of that.
1: None of that. Just your phone. Okay, go ahead. What did you want to oh, say? I forgot. Well, again, your experience and you were able to do that because you have what in your schedule? Oh, I got time. Flexibility.
0: Flexibility. Flexibility is good. I it's very good.
1: Flexible. I am very flexible. Um, I'd like to find out. Um, my schedule isn't, but I am. Sometimes you got to to make it do what it need to do. I know. See, you had that experience. It makes me kind of jealous because I, my schedule right now, I'm on the last six weeks of this show and it's hump time. Like we, we got to go out with a bang and that means doubling up, tripling up. Yeah, these productions. We got a lot of stuff going on, but you know, so I have to be there. everything in at the end. I have to be accountable. I don't want. You know, moving forward, I know what I want and I know what I need and I'm going to make it happen so I can have some of those experiences because on the other side of, you know, the scheduling and who's on first, who's on second is the more mature child, you know, where you can pick them up. You can go out to dinner. You can sit and have a different kind of conversation. So our dinners when they were growing up, sit down, stop, get that, 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 that. Now they're young adults. so. You can schedule, hey, you, you want to go after You have life conversations. It's amazing, you know? And we love each other. We talk. We laugh. So those, the dinners are different. I look forward, whether it's sushi or whatever, I love having dinners with my kids. It's just, it, for me, I think in Royale, we love our kids so much. It's just you, infectious. Did you
0: say, and I think Royale?
1: No. Well, you know what I mean. Of course well, I love my kids. It's infectious. Like... We we live for them like it's a very rich relationship with them like we like them. You can have kids and not like them, don't want to be around them. Just da da da. We love We ours. like them. We love them, and we it's have a good fun have a good being family with them. dynamic. Yeah. It's not always you know you know eye to eye, but for the most part, these dinners are exciting. Just watching them grow and stuff. So. I, for me, what's going to fulfill me and give me life and purpose is being able to pop down the way you did and, you know, go see them and hang out with them and just, just nurture and talk to them. And I also want to see my, my family and friends. So what are you doing?
0: We got to get to the, um, oh, question. We got to get to the ask April. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. That's great. That's beautiful. I wish that for you. I want that for you. I want that for you. Okay, um, alright, we gotta get to the you know what you guys can help if you share, like, comment, and we grow the community, then April ain't gotta go to work and she can just do this and go see the kids. Go see the boys. All right, so here's the ask April and Royale. Um, let's get into this. I have a question. Um how do you go about meeting someone that is ready for a serious relationship uh-huh. when you're scared to do so? I've been single for over 10 years wow. after a divorce. I've dated, but never anything serious because my ex-husband um, and I thought about getting back together. Mm-hmm. And then he passed away almost four years ago. Oh, Lord. I'm also an introvert, which makes mingling hard. So, so
1: they're in a relationship right now? No. So somebody- how do you... But I thought she said somebody wanted to get serious.
0: Um, No, no. She said I've dated, but never anything serious. How do you
1: go? How do you get ready for a serious relationship when you're scared to do so?
0: Okay. But again, here's the other component. She said she's been single for over 10 years after the divorce. Mm -hmm. She said she's dated before, but never anything serious. When somebody says never anything serious to me, it sounds like it's not, it hasn't been intimate. Right. Okay. So, but also she's an introvert. So, what do you say?
1: Um, well, I, I've never been up against that. But if I were, let me try and put myself in those shoes. This is just me. She would have gotten back with her husband, but he passed away. So, now she is... And she know, has three kids, She by has the way. three kids. Yes. I would definitely um, be open to another relationship, even though, you know, we were... The ex and her were about to... Um, possibly get into another relationship, that means that she is willing to be open for love, whether it was the ex or someone new. So for me, I would just, again, common sense for me, take it slow. Take it slow. Is this person person even, even worthy of your love? Take it slow. Remember that you do have children. You don't want them around strangers. My best advice would be be open and take it slow.
0: All right, I'm going to let April have this one. So we'll see you guys on the next episode of After I Do. Bye. Bye.